by abandonment, betrayal wound? And Ooh. how does this impact one's adult ability to connect and bond with others? Okay. How's that? So that's really great. Thank you so much. You like much. that segue? Was, I think that's a great question. That's a great segue. You did. <laughs> but I'm the mouth. I like it. Thank okay, you. Good. So attachment betrayal. I mean, that is the common theme. That right. is the, that is the transpersonal wound for all of us. Mm -hmm. And what I've found is that children will contort, contort, and contort themselves. We would say the development of the false or the constructed self right. to remain in connection to that primary attachment figure who provides them life. Without the connection, there's no life. So this is, you know, hardwired into the psyche for the organism to just survive. Absolutely it is. Okay, so when we talk about betrayal and abandonment, it could be as small a thing as you tell your mother a precious secret to you and you make her promise to not tell anybody and then you find out later that she's told your father. That is a huge betrayal. That is a huge abandonment of what the child always holds, of course, unconsciously, sure. but as this sacred bond. So I'm going to share with you an experience from my own You're childhood. You're sharing with all of us. And I'm going to share with you and with you and with you and with all of you yeah. an experience from my own childhood. And I use this in my lectures because for me it was a salient event. And it really impacted the relationship that I continued to develop with my mother pretty much until this day. Of course we've discussed it. Of course I understand it. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, I'm still holding it to some degree on a cellular level. To as much as I have healed it and it doesn't continue to drive my behavior. For many years it actually did. So here's what happened to me. I was four or five years old. I was in preschool and I was in a pageant at the preschool, like a Christmas pageant or something. Mm -hmm. And all the little girls in the class were going to be butterflies. And the moms went to the fabric store and every child was given a color of fabric that their moms would buy and the moms mm -hmm. made a little outfit with little net wings and the girls were to run around the stage as butterflies. The color that I was given was a very dark blue. At that time it was called a skipper blue. And this broke my heart because I have always known myself to be a fairy child and a child of that sort of realm where I love lavender and purple, pink, green, all these soft, pretty pastel rainbowy colors. Right. And that was what I understand to be my authentic truth. And I was given this color of a royal or a skipper blue. And it broke my heart. I really, I think I folded. I think I didn't have the resources wow. to effectively discuss it, but I did go to my mother and I did say that I was unhappy with this mm -hmm. color and that I wanted to be lavender, which is still to this day my favorite color. And what my mother said to me was, out of love, out of kindness, out of caring and support, because I was never hurt or mistreated growing up other than in the ways that affect the psyche, not being clearly seen. What my mother basically said to me was, it's no big deal, deal with it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go to the school. Mm -hmm. Now, I also am a mother of a young adult child. And for me, I would never in a million years have told my child to deal with it. If my child said I was unhappy, that, that that child was unhappy with the color, then I would have immediately said, well, I'm gonna get you the color that you want. The fact that my mother did not recognize, A, my truth, how important it was to me, and didn't stand up for me and say to the teacher, my daughter hates this color, I'm not gonna put her in something that she hates. Right. The fact that she said to me, deal with it, basically, was the abandonment betrayal wound of my early life. Right. Just like that. And I felt unsafe. I felt like in that moment, my mother became my adversary and not my ally. I felt that she could not be trusted and I no longer cared to share with her things that were important or meaningful to me. So the abandonment betrayal wound can look a lot of different ways. For me, in the moment, which nobody observing this would have been able to pinpoint, it was subtle. 
for someone else. It might be a parent leaving a child alone in the house for a night or days on end while they're going out carousing around. It might be placing the child in an unsafe environment that puts the child's well-being at risk, that places the child in a sexual situation that the child should never be placed in. Absolutely. So the job, certainly as I understand it and as I think all children do, the birthright is to be safe, to be cared for well. To be safe is critical. So any abandonment, betrayal, wound right. has to do with the child not feeling safe. So it's to be safe physically, but it's also to be safe emotionally mm -hmm. or psychologically. That allows the child, as the child develops, to go out and test the world and try new things, knowing that they're going to be okay, that they can test the limits of life in a healthy way and know that they can come back to themselves and be okay. Well, But the I... wounded child never... Ooh ever feels that. The wounded child goes to a place where they know they're not okay, but they don't know, as you said earlier.